ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستهدي ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحابته ومن تبعه الى يوم الدين اما بعد فقال الله تعالى في القران الحكيم لقد جاءكم رسول من انفسكم عزيز عليه ما عنتم حريص عليكم بالمؤمنين رؤوف الرحيم فإن تولوا فقل فقل حسبي الله لا اله الا هو عليه توكلت وهو رب العرش العظيم وقال تعالى وما ارسلناك الا رحمه للعالمين وقال تعالى وما ارسلناك الا مبشرا ونذيرا وقال تعالى وما ارسلناك الا كافه للناس بشيرا ونذيرا ولكن اكثر الناس لا يعلمون Praise be to Allah. We praise him. We seek his forgiveness, guidance and his mercy. We seek Allah's help and his protection. We seek his refuge from our bad deeds as we seek his protection and refuge from the evil or bad that's inside us. Know then one who is guided by Allah. They are indeed truly guided. One who is left to go astray will not find a guide or a protector or a helper after that. And I bear witness that there is no god but the one true god the creator of the heavens and the earth and all that is between them Allah glory be to him he has no partners and I bear witness that Muhammad peace and <coughs> blessings and peace of Allah be upon him who is his slave and his messenger before I carry on already is filling to the back if I could ask everybody those who are able to to stand up please look on either side and in front fill the gaps please it seems we still have some alhamdulillah we still have some of our youth with us all on holiday from school to join us so it will fill up pretty much may allah have mercy on you all so uh, i am informed it is rabiul awwal rabiul awwal second day i think this is a month in which is popularly known of course i mentioned this many times but i mention it again because we always have new people who come in the area <coughs> new new people who join in the khutbah so i mention as i do often on an annual basis about maulid or as some people call it call it eid milad which is popularized on the 12th of rabiul awwal firstly 
briefly to mention the date of 12th of Rabi'ul Awwal as being the birthday of Rasulullah is not confirmed. <clears throat> it is based on opinion, ijtihad, of, and therefore there's various opinions amongst the, uh, the muarikhin, the historians, from the early times to latter times. Some said from the ulama of the Muslims. <coughs> it was the third of Rabi'ul Awwal. Others said it was the ninth of Rabi'ul Awwal. Others said it was the twelfth. And so there are a whole variation of dates, including Rabi'ul Awwal. We don't really know for sure whether it is that month. We don't even know which year it was. Most popular belief it was Amal uh, Fil. But there are ulama from classic times to present day who said it was 10 years after the month of the, elef- uh, the year of the elephant. Others said it was 40 years after the year of the elephant. Others said it was 50 years after the year of the elephant. The majority went with the year of the elephant. Which is the year of the elephant? Difference of opinion. Some said it was 569. Others said it was 570. Others said it was 571. What we only know for sure is the Prophet said himself when he was asked about why do you fast on the day Monday? He said, That's the day I was born on. So the Prophet himself is remembering his day he was born on and his way of commemorating it personally for himself was to fast on a Monday. We fast on a Monday not to commemorate his birthday but to follow his sunnah. As a voluntary fast, Mondays and Thursdays are recommended from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, nevertheless, even though we don't have surety, and we should be clear about that, we don't know absolutely certain if it was this month or if it was the 12th or Rabi'ul uh, Awwal. Certainly what we find amongst the ulama, any time between the beginning of Rabi'ul uh, Awwal to the middle of it, any of those days. So it's around this time. You could say, you could say. And certainly it was on a Monday. We know that for sure from the Prophet ﷺ. But what about then Eid Milad? Because people have different opinions. And I've said before, people have two extreme opinions on this. And the answer is always down the middle, often down the middle. There are those who, even mentioning the word Eid Milad, they have a problem with it and call it an innovation, a bid'ah. Some went as far as saying even to talk about Rasulullah ﷺ, Around that date, like I'm doing now, is bid'ah. To single it out as a day of commemoration. And even to send salatu wassalam on him is bid'ah on that day to single it out. That is an extreme position. And this is not a bid'ah, it's not an innovation. It is as long as the people who are commemorating such a time and a day, whichever it may be, are not claiming that this is the third Eid that we have three Eids. As long as they're not saying this is a special holy day on which we fast and we do another extra prayer or we do something special which is holy or religious and anybody not doing it is not following the Sunnah. That position would be a bid'ah. That claim would be an innovation. That we can say. But to remember Rasulullah how could we not even if we don't have the particular day, uh, date of his birth, to remember Rasulullah at all times. Around this season is fine. Omar bin Khattab, Prophet himself remembers his own day he was born on. 
Umar bin Khattab, Amir al-Mu'mineen, when he came to establish the Hijri calendar, the Sahaba and himself considered three days for starting the Hijri calendar for. They considered it, they considered the date of death of Rasulullah the day of Hijrah, the day that the Muslims migrated from Mecca to Medina, and the date of birth of Rasulullah In the end, they chose, that's why it's called Hijri calendar, because it was based on the Hijrah. But it was certainly something for consideration. To talk about Rasulullah to remind people that this is a season in which the birth of the greatest human being that ever lived, this is that season, this is that time. <coughs> to commemorate who we're talking about. Nobody is who's small and insignificant. And not get carried away with the idea, even to actually say it's Eid Milad, Eid can be used in a language sense. We don't mean Eid like in Eid al-Adhar or Eid al-Fitr, as we're clear about that. This is not a third Eid to add to those others. Yeah. But Eid can be used in a language sense. We use it in a Eid Milad, birthdays of other people, Eid al-Zawaj, wedding anniversary. In, in the Arabic language, the word Eid is used in a wide meaning like that. So there's no problem even with using the word. It's the ideas behind which I said, and I clarified what I think is innovation. So we commemorate and we talk about Rasulullah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran about Rasulullah Indeed, has come, what has come, who has come to you is, is a messenger from amongst yourselves. Azizun alayhi ma'anittum. It is difficult for him, whatever suffers you, whatever creates difficulty for you. Harisun alaykum. He is eager for you all. Eager that you're guided and you get good deeds. Here, Allah SWT is talking about not the believers, He's talking about all human beings. Yeah. Yeah, all people. لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ Especially to the Quraysh, coming to them in Arabia. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, as I recited at the beginning, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the messenger, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا كَأَفَّةً لِلنَّاسِ And we have not sent you down except to the whole of humanity. Bashiran wa nadira, as a bringer of glad tidings and a warner. Walakinna aksara nasi la ya'lamun. Nay, but the majority of human beings, they don't even know this. I tell you something. In those majority of human beings includes Muslims. Even we don't know this. And how often do we think that this is our prophet? And sometimes we forget our prophet wasn't sent to the East or the Middle East or the, the Pakistanis or the Malaysians or the Arabs. Like the Quran said, he was sent to the whole of humanity. He was sent to the East, the West, the North, the South. I was sent, here it means black and red, but it means to all of humanity. Black and white, basically. To the Arabs and the non-Arabs. Yeah. I was sent to everyone. So when the Prophet ﷺ is mentioned in the Quran as 
azizun alayhi ma'anittum. Yeah, it stresses him, it grieves him, whatever causes difficulty and hurt for you or people or human beings. Harisun alaykum. He's eager for you to all because he's sent to all of you to be guided. Harisun alaykum bil mu'minina ra'ufur rahim. Eager for all of you, but especially with the believers, he is kind and merciful. Especially with the believers, he is kind and merciful. Yet, despite that, especially with the believers being kind and merciful, which is a reminder for us as well. Which is a reminder for us as well. Nevertheless, as I mentioned, Allah SWT says in the Quran, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ We have not sent you except as a mercy to the whole of the worlds, to the whole of creation. Rasulullah with a message of mercy, no doubt. With a message of mercy. <coughs> Rasulullah. So this message of mercy, that's why Rasulullah, his way, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is always to find the easy way for believers, for people to follow, not to put difficulties. Yeah. He was sent by the Lord of the worlds, who is the most merciful, the most compassionate. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, is he not? He sent Rasulullah, the final messenger, and one of his virtues, as he mentions himself, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that each prophet was sent to their particular people, their nation. Whereas he says, I was sent to the whole of humanity. Inni bu'ithu li kafata linnas. To the whole of humanity. So he sent him as a mercy with a message of mercy. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So Rasulullah, as he says, hadith in Bukhari Muslim, inna deena yusr, or inna hadha deena yusr. Surely this way of life, this deen, Islam, is meant to be easy. It is easy. وَلَنْ يُشَاءَدَّ الدِّينَ أَحْدٌ إِلَّا غَلَبَهُ And there is no one from... No single person who will go to extremes and find the difficulties in this religion that it will overtake that person. In other words, they will not be able to bear with it. Overtake, they'll become like extreme in it. Illa ghalabahu. So the Prophet starts calling back to the ease of the deen. Yeah. Don't get carried away. Then he says, فَسَدِّدُوا وَقَارِبُوا so, keep filling the gaps. Keep doing little by little in order to grow closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Take something and fi riwayatin fi muslim qal wasta'inu bil ghadawati warrawha. Take something, in other words, do something good in the morning, do something good in the evening, and do something good in the night. Carry on, little by little, step by step. Al-Qasda, Al-Qasda means carry on straight along the path. Keep on going, you will get there. 
Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So this thing, the Prophet Sallallahu way always is to not create difficulties for people. Yeah. When the Prophet Sallallahu mentioned about Ya Yuhannas, Qad faradallahu alaykum al-hajj fahujju. Oh people, Allah has made hajj obligatory for you, so do the hajj. One of the Sahaba, he said, Ya Rasulullah, akulla amin, Ya Rasulullah. He said, every year, Ya Rasulullah. So the Prophet ignored him until he said it for the third time. He kept on repeating it. Then the Prophet says, Lo kultu na'am, la wajabat, mastata'tum. Had I said yes to you, it would have become obligatory every year. And certainly you will not have been able to do it. Fadhuruni idha taraktukum. Then leave me alone when I leave you alone. If I say, go and do hajj, just take it as, as it is. Yeah. As it is, uh, which is once. Yeah. As is obvious, one, don't keep on digging. As he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, for those who went before you, فَإِنَّمَا هَلَكَ الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ كَسْرَةُ سُؤَالِهِمْ أَوْ أَسِلِهِمْ وَاخْتِلَافِ أَنْبِيَائِهِمْ فَإِذَا أَمَرْتُكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ فَأْتُوا مِنْهُ مَا اسْتَطَعْتُمْ وَإِذَا نَحَيْتُكُمْ عَنْ شَيْءٍ فَاجْتَنِبُوهُ رَوَاهُ مُسْلِمْ This Prophet carries on He's saying the people before you they were destroyed because of excessive questioning of the Prophet and disagreeing with the messengers and the Prophets. Excessive questioning because excessive question, they didn't really want to do it. It's a sign of not really wanting to do it. Oh yeah, so how do you do that? Uh, well, why is that? Uh, like the issue, the Quran mentions of the sacrifice of the, of the calf for the Bani Israel. What color should it be? What kind of cow should it be? Blah, blah, blah. Because the Quran says they didn't really want to do it. So lots of questioning to try and avoid it. And every time they asked questions, it made it more difficult. Because more questionings... This is not putting people off questioning about Islam. It's the attitude of questioning. The attitude of questioning. So let's be clear about that. So the Prophet said, whatever I order you to do, do it to the best of your ability. And whatever I stop you and prevent you and forbid you from doing, stop it. Stop it. And here it shows you also in this statement that the haram that has been forbidden, it's possible to stop. But the order of what we've been told to do in the good works, there's no limits for it. It's impossible for you to reach the peak level. Therefore, fatu minhu mastata'tum. Do as much of as you can. But whereas the haram, you can stay away from it. You have the ability. That's why he didn't say, then stay away from it as much as you can, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, stay away from it. Exclamation mark, full stop. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. As-salatu wassalam. Ala ashraf al-anbiya'i wal-mursaleen wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een amma ba'da yulikhwa. These are actually two ayat. لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ And the second of it, which is the last two ayat of Surah Tawbah. 
the second ayah in which uh, Allah SWT is saying, فَإِن تَوَلَّوْ And if they turn away from you, in other words, فَإِن تَوَلَّوْ فَقُلْ Then say, O Muhammad, حَسْبِيَ اللَّهِ Allah is enough for me. لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا There is no God but He. عَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ On Him I am utterly dependent. وَهُوَ رَبُّ الْعَرُشِ الْعَظِيمِ And He is the Lord of the Great Throne. These two ayahs are interesting. As uh, Imam Bukhari mentions, when the written Qur'an was, which had been all written at the time of Rasulullah was put together in a suhuf or strung together in all the pages it's been written on. At the time of Abu Bakr radiallahu an, because many huffaz or qurra I should say as they were known as, people who learned the Qur'an off by half from the Sahaba had been killed in the war of the Murtaddin or Battle of Yamama as it's known as as well. Amr bin Khattab made the suggestion of collecting all that which is written together. He was afraid because the people who learned it off by heart, so many had perished, made shaheed in that battle. There were others of course, but he was worried and therefore Abu Bakr then uh, uh, submitted to that and Zayd ibn Thabit, who was one of the main scribes, uh, besides others, of Rasulullah and Ansari, was made responsible. And he said, Hadith al-Muhari, that he found all the written materials, but there was two ayat which he still hadn't found when he was putting it together. And he said, I finally found those two ayat that were missing with Abu Khuzayma al-Ansari. And these were the two ayat he mentioned. لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ رَسُولٌ مِّنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ He says, I found the two, I was looking for the two ayat for the end of Surah Tawbah. And I found them. And they were written at that time, at the time of Rasulullah As I said, the Qur'an was complete in the hearts of those who knew it off by heart from many of the Sahaba. And it was complete in writing. But because it was scattered on different parchments, and uh, uh, scapular bones and other things. It was all brought together and checked and double-checked with those who knew the Qur'an off by heart from the leading Sahaba under the, uh, 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 under the supervision of uh, Amir al-Mu'min Abu Bakr, uh, a Siddiq uh, at his time. And this is known as the Suhuf, from which then Uthman ibn Affan made the various copies yeah, to send to the various parts of the Muslim nation the copies which are from that time till this day not changed an iota. Anyway, we run out of time. I have many other things to say about Rasulullah And I'll finish with, nevertheless, part of our uh, duty, as it were, to Rasulullah is to send salat and salam on Rasulullah sallallahu and especially on this day. And because on Yawmul Jum'ah, and this is a commandment from Allah, Allah in the Qur'an, إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَلَائِكَتَهُ يُسَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا سَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا It is an order in the end. That's why all Amara agreed that in a gathering where Rasulullah, whether is mentioned by Muhammad or Rasulullah or Nabi Allah, that it is obligatory 
at least to say once, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It is obligatory. Uh, and, and we have many evidences for that. But for Yawmul Jum'ah, I'll finish with this. Qala Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Inna afdali yawmikum yawmal Jum'ah. Inna min afdali yawmikum yawmal Jum'ah. Fiha, fihi khuliqa Adam. Wa fihi qubid. Wa fihi nafkha. Wa fihi saqa. فَأَكْثِرُوا عَلَيَّ مِنْ صَلَاتِكُمْ فَإِنَّ صَلَاتَكُمْ مَعْرُوذَةٌ عَلَيَّ قَالُوا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ كَيْفَ تُعْرَدُ صَلَاتُنَا وَقَدْ عَرِمْتَ وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله حرم الأرض أن تأكل أجساد الأنبياء رواه مسلم this hadith, the Prophet said, the, from, the, from the days, the best of days is the day of Jum'ah. On this day, Adam was created. On this day, death came to him as well. He was taken. On this day, the day of Jum'ah will be the blowing of the trumpet. On this day will be the day when everything perishes. Fizaqah. Yeah, on this day of Jummah. So increase your salat. Salat, which means blessing, dua for blessing for him. To Allah raise his station. That's what salat means. We don't pray to him, do we? Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When we say that, we're asking Allah to send blessings and raise his position on Yawm al-Qiyamah. To position of Mahmuda, a praiseworthy position. So this is the dua of salat. So increase your salat upon me because your salat is presented to me. Each time you say, As-salatu was salam, it is presented to me. So the Sahaba said, Ya Rasulullah, how will it be presented to you, our salah, when you are, when your bones are rotten? So the Prophet said, surely Allah has forbidden the earth from eating away the bodies of the Prophets. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Inna Allah wa malaykatahu yusalluna ala nabi. يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت وباركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون أذكروا الله يذكركم وادعوه يستجيب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون Before we stand for salah just to remind you tomorrow uh, about the program Islam and the Environment the expert who's coming well, well known world expert at 5 o'clock was a program with the youth which is an interactive session and then the program main for the whole community is at 7 o'clock so please remember that in your diaries we have various teaching things going on in here. Alhamdulillah, we have good attendance, but much better attendance from the sisters, it seems, than uh, the brothers. But brothers and sisters alike, there are various circles, and I'm surprised by the attendance sometimes. Uh, we had Fikr happening for two years, and we really had only a handful of people from a, a growing community 
who I presume are eager to learn about their deen. And now, for the last uh, almost year, we've been doing uh, 40 hadith of An-Nawawi in great detail. And alhamdulillah, we have the committed people, about 10 of them, but with such a large community, I urge you to come and learn. That takes place, and it's well publicized and advertised. Brother uh, Nasser, he's been holding a circle for many years. People can attend that to learn. So, uh, Tajweed, Quran reading, I've been teaching it for well over here. And there's other classes run by sisters as well. Only uh, really five or six people came to that. It seems everybody else knows Tajweed, how to recite the Quran properly, or are not interested. May Allah help us to improve uh, from our weaknesses and forgive us our sins and fail- failings. Allah